All right, we're back with another episode of the BSGA podcast. I'm here with my co-host, the coach. Yo. And our other wonderful co-host, one Charles. Charles. One Charles. No, Charles. He, it's you are Charles. One, you are God's one sake, Charles. it's Charles. <laughs> you he's are an, one he, Charles. He's our Charles. <laughs> A Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fellas, what's good? Hey. Have a weekend treat, you guys. Nice um, win. A nice win. The weekend was great. Thursday night sucked. Thursday night but, was uh, tough, yeah. The weekend was good. We don't have to talk about Thursday night. Let's just skip past that. I yeah, laughed no myself asleep that day. Listen, I just shut up. That was that's fu- that's that's fucked giant. up. Bro. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh bullshit! Hey, that's not even peak Giants. I feel like it's uh, peak Giants. We could. You beat Zach Let... Wilson, Mister Int. Relax over there. The reason he's Mister Int is because he played us. Let's keep our facts straight here. He looked okay against Carolina. We made him look like crap. So put some respect on JC Jackson and the rest of the Patriots defense. They yeah. they're the ones that made him look bad. And, shout and out I, shout out Devin McCourty. Yes. Right. Favorite Patriot. Patriots player. Right, 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 right. Let's yeah, yeah. Um yeah, let's talk about that game real quick. I mean, um I watched the majority of the games uh this past Sunday. At least, but that had to be like by far like one of the most boring games I've ever seen. Um, I I had a friend who was actually at the game, and he was like, "Yeah, like you know, the crowd was actually like electric in MetLife. So it was a beautiful day, like perfect, like football playing weather." And by halftime, not even by halftime, he said like by the end of the first quarter, it was just like deflated, like nothing like fun happened. It was just like, you know, and he's not a Jets fan. Um, he's also not a Pats fan, but he was like, no, it was like from the first kickoff, you could tell who was in control of this game, and it was the Patriots start to finish. Um, yeah, I mean, when you start your first two passes, go to the other team. That can't be <laughs> that can't be a fun day to be in the stadium for that one, right? I knew uh, I knew people who were at the game as well, and saying that they were jacked up was an understatement. They were fucking ready to go, and then. Zach Wilson just ruined the day. I feel bad. Not really. Some of the, but... like, some of it was bad decision-making. Like, I think the first one, I recall, was definitely over the receiver's head. And he, he just, he try, like, he didn't put the ball, a lot of the ball placement was just terrible. Like, he puts that square in a guy's chest. I mean, yeah. probably, it might not get completed, but the, the chance of the pick isn't happening. It seemed yeah. like he the, was uh, floating a lot of balls too. Like yeah, a lot of floated balls. Yeah, not what you want. No, <laughs> you, hate, you hate to see that. Um, this is a really the, good the, Patriots secondary too. So like we feast on mistakes. Yeah, like you've got a vet in McCourty, J.C. Jackson. I believe leads the league in interceptions since he's entered the league. So I mean, whoever's going to play Zach Wilson next week will lead the league in interceptions. So. Patrick Sertain. <laughs> there, Sertain, there you go. <laughs> no, dude, but the worst part about all those interceptions were there were no pressure in his face. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, there was zero pressure. On one, actually, he had guys, but they were all blocked up. But other than that, he was sitting pretty back there and was just floating the balls past them. 
Pretty I unbelievable. I saw one stat, though, that we pressured him on close to half his uh, stepbacks or uh, you whatever you want to call it. Whenever yeah. he went to pass, no, it was I'm a sure. 48% uh, pressure rate. I'm sure that's true. But if you go back and look, like, on the interceptions, he had a clean pocket. I'm, I'm 100% uh, sure that it was three out of the four picks. Maybe one had pressure. But he, he had no pressure. Like, how do you do that, dude? And it doesn't yeah. help. He looks like a 13-year-old quarterback on the sideline. Like, he just looks like such a baby. I, I've i got a hot take on this, but it's not necessarily a hot take, but I'll save it for later. We'll um, get to Wilson. the hot takes. We'll get to him, yeah. We'll get to the hot I mean, takes. I'll, let's talk, I'll talk on the Patriots side of the ball. I felt this game was actually a bit of a step back for Mac. Again, super efficient, but he only he didn't even have 200 yards passing. I think my biggest issue right now with the Patriots is we just don't look very dynamic offensively. It's extremely safe football. I mean, I yeah, would I, think- I was really hoping with a game like this that we would take the opportunity to let the leash go a little bit with Mac and see what he's capable of. Like it's a calculated risk. Like it's the jets. Like if he throws a pick, so what? Like we, we can recover from a pick. We're going to get four of our own here. So <laughs> like, we're not, we're going to win the turnover battle. We can let, let's just let Mac play with no pressure here. I think, I think when you break it down that way, like they played, their offense has been conservative for 20 years. But Tom Brady makes the right throws. Like, he checks it down to the running back who takes off for a first down. You know, the Patriots were great in on screens. Like, the number one receiver besides when Randy Moss was there was a tight end. Like, that, as great as Gronk is, like, no offense, no dynamic vertical offense is, like, revolving around the tight end. So, I think, like, this is what the offense has been. I just don't think you have Tom Brady back there who, who... – Hard disagree. I They right. they had a pretty dynamic offense. It just was built around slot receivers, tight ends. They still went deep. I mean, this is a different level of conservative. And my biggest issue is the red zone. They have been very in, like ineffective in the red zone. And I noticed they just run the ball constantly – they have no faith. Like, you brought in Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. You have Kendrick Bourne. Let Mac throw it into the end zone. I don't think I've seen him throw more than one pass into the end zone. Yeah, I just think early on they're that's taking, a, the, they're only taking thing the decision. That's me right now. They're taking yeah. the decision-making out of the young guy's hands, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think it'll start to open up more as you get into the season, into the schedule. Um, I agree. I agree. Let's see. Do it. Last uh, thing I want to say is that Damian Harris run. That was a thing of beauty. That was awesome. Seven was awesome. missed tackles on that. That was like a mini beast quake. We'll I definitely think. Mini beast definitely quake. Think, uh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely you, think you that. You said he, last uh, week, too, that we're not going to see a beast quake in, uh, in Seattle this week. Derrick Henry tried really hard. <laughs> he tried really hard. I don't know if you saw that run. Holy shit, dude. He is a fucking beast. Oh. Um, and now, let, let's, just, yeah, let's just, uh, yeah, speaking, you know, of the other games going on on Sunday, let's talk about, not even talk about, uh, something of note, I guess. The Raiders look good. 
beating going into Pittsburgh, beating the Steelers 26-17. Thought that was interesting. Um, let's see. Can, what else? Can I say something on that game? It is, yeah, so, it. It is so sad to see Big Ben playing this way. Like, yeah. I know he's not necessarily, like, the league's favorite quarterback. Like, he's not the darling of the NFL. But, like, hang him up, dude. You yeah. got skinny. Yeah. You got you got skinny, and it's like you still don't move around. You're still not doing anything like extraordinary. You know, it's like yeah, diet, Big Ben. Um, you know, was hot last week was not great. Um, and you know, the Steelers, like, hey, this might be the window the Patriots need to get into the playoffs because one, the Steelers are beat up. T.J. Watt left this game with an injury, and I know Deontay Johnson on the fucking last play of the game gets hurt when he should have not been out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the game's over. So, yeah. that that's something to look um, look at in the AFC, um, especially, like, you know, we all thought, like, those would be three teams fighting for at least one, like, between the Steelers, uh, Browns, and the Ravens. Like, one of them is bound to be fighting for that, for one of those wild card positions. And if the Steelers are beat up and, you know, if they lose a couple more games, like they're pretty much going to be out of it. You know what I mean? Like they're not a team that's built to go on like a run like they did at the beginning of last year, I think in my opinion. Um, so that bodes well for our boy, Charles here um, and his path. So I just think, something. yeah, we're no, I agree. I yeah. had a chance. I think the Steelers are tr- still trying to figure out that offensive line. Um, yeah. The anchor of that old line, Pouncey um, retiring, like, that hurts because yeah. when your center, who's been the center for, I don't know, 10 plus years, him and Big Ben could probably read each other's minds. When he goes, the whole line kind of shifts. It's like you're pulling out the centerpiece. And I mean, literally. And I think they're still trying to figure out. I think they're still trying to figure out what that offensive line's identity is because Najee, Najee Harris showed up. He's he a beast. Showed up. And I think he's, he's going to be a beast. beast. A lot of people, a lot of people were talking shit about him after week one. But I, and he's going to be a beast. That stiff arm he had, <laughs> Derrick Henry asked, man, that was awesome. Give him a solid O-line next year, and he has a chance to, you know, a Derrick Henry type back for the Steelers. Absolutely. Probably even more dynamic because his pass-catching ability is even more refined. Yeah, yeah. Let's stay, let's stay with the AFC East and uh, nice. Charles, Charles, uh, Charles Patriots. The Bills. I told you guys it was a get right game for the Bills. Doesn't help Tua got hurt. They looked awesome. Eh. I mean, I don't think they looked like perfectly in form yet. Uh, you know, Tua did get hurt. I feel like that took the like life out of Dolphins of the Dolphins, but you know, they still had a couple things to uh clean up there on the offensive side. Like we still don't know who their running back is. I know Singletary started, but it looked like once again, it was running back by committee with him and Zach Moss. I think for some reason, and I don't know like if it's me being on a high of Josh Allen last year, but like he still looks like he's getting into form. Um, he yep. still looks a tad bit off. And, you know, him and Diggs, they're fucking, you know, two of the best at their respective positions. I think give it like a couple more weeks and I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wrong, but uh, right now, like, they still look a little bit shaky, and I I love Josh Allen. Um, but I think that offense still needs to do some fine-tuning. But the defense, sheesh. 
Shout out. I mean, granted, it's Jacoby Brissett they played. So right, and it was I, we got to wait for the Bills. They got a real test in an offense to see what it is. You, you face the the skinny corpse of Big Ben and you know Jacoby Brissett in like thirty seconds of Tua. That's not really stiff competition. Um, the other thing, you know, whether they have a true three down back or not, I don't think really matters. I think Singletary and Moss together is good enough. You know, I, together they're going to give yeah. you 15 yeah. carries a piece. One of them is going to be great in goal line situations. One's going to be good out of the backfield and, you know, getting those swing passes. You know, they're going to complement each other. It's a uh, running back by committee. But I think the running back position, there's just – not many guys are doing that position anymore, playing a three down back. I, I only think there's probably there's probably less than ten in the league. There's probably like five. There's probably five guys that you can call like you got Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. I, I don't know who else. Who else would you say is an all down back? I don't know. Like I struggle to come up with anybody else that I'm like probably oh, yeah, Aaron, well, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. All right, I'll give you Aaron Jones. I'd say that's Chubb it. Like the, Kareem Chubb Hunt gets isn't. plenty of he gets plenty of carries in there because Chubb can't catch out of the backfield. Najee Harris. Yeah, so I could put Najee Harris in there. I think it's crazy Derek that Henry. I think it's crazy that Zeke isn't a two down back, a three down back anymore. Like, yeah, Pollard to, like, was Tony Pollard looked better. Week. Tony yeah. Pollard looked better, less carries and more yards. And I think that's the truth of it. You realize, like, okay, I can't run my running backs into the ground. Like, I want, I don't want to just get four years of peak Zeke. I want eight years of peak Zeke. How do I get eight years prime out of Ezekiel Elliott? I can't rush him 250 times a year. He's going to break down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you have to have a guy that can get 30% of the carries, 40% of the carries enlighten that load. I mean, think about it. You add an extra game to these guys. That's an extra 20 to 30 carries a, a year if they were to get every single carry out of that backfield. And I just don't think there's a lot of guys capable of that anymore. And I think the guys that are, you're trying to protect them because you don't, you want them for the playoffs. You don't want them to break down in December. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I yeah. think that's going to be interesting to see what teams do with this extra week. Cause you saw teams in a 16 game season rest guys week 15, week 16. Like what are they going to do now? If the chiefs are 14 and you know, one, if the chiefs are 12 and two, 12 and three, like is Tyree kill and like Kelsey going to play the last couple weeks? Like, you know, we're used to them not playing the last week or the last two weeks, maybe, but like, are we not going to see them for three games leading into the playoffs? Like, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Another shocker in the early games. Uh, the Carolina Panthers beat the New Orleans Saints 26-7. <clears throat> this one was just – I mean, we kind of hinted at it, you know, with the Saints dealing with all the COVID stuff. But, like, I think this might be more than just COVID stuff. Um, I think there might be a problem in New Orleans. They – outside of Camara, like, you know – I don't know if the system of their if their offensive system necessarily works, 
yet. Um, you know, we got to wait and see uh, until Michael Thomas comes back. But I think they have a problem. Dude, Kamara did not look good. Winston looked very poopy. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how else to put I mean, he looked like Jameis Winston of the past, you know what I mean? Like throwing into like quadruple coverage and all that stuff. He had a, he had one bad interception. I'm gassing it, but th- this was just the other shock. Like none of us really predicted that happening and it happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Panthers, I mean, we could talk about this. I think the Panthers might be one of those sneaky teams. There's always a couple. Um, Denver potentially could be one of them. That schedule is brutal. But I think the Panthers could be one of those teams where you look up and you're like, holy shit, they're 10-5 and five going into the end of the season. Like, who who would have thought that? And I, I think also the question of was it Darnold or was it the Jets is answered. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might have been. Yeah. You know, shitty franchises. Um. Let's see what what else is of note. Do you guys want to talk about my Tennessee Titans going into Seattle and not only covering that five and a half spread, but covering my lock of the week Titans money line plus two hundred. That was insane. That game was insane. I know there was a a tricky call at the end of the game, you know, to give the Titans a dub, but like. That was a fun game to watch. Um, that game was awesome. It was I, I'm not going to lie to you. I turned it off at halftime. I switched away. I was like, man, the Titans are going to do this again. I do think, like, if I wasn't a Giant fan, I would be a Titan fan. Like, they're a fun team to root for. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, they came back. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. He's unstoppable. He's, like, I, I he's the most fun running back I've ever seen. How much Absolutely. money would it or what would it take for you to, in front of 100,000 people, attempt to tackle him in the open field? Um, when he's come, when he's got ahead of steam, like he's got like a seven yard like sprint speed like, and he's coming right at you. There's nowhere else to go. How much would full body surgery cost? <laughs> I think that's the answer. Like, are you willing to break every bone in your body to try and tackle him? I don't even think, first of all, we don't touch him, right? He probably jumps over us or just, like, makes us He fall grabs down. your forehead and throws <laughs> you into the ground. Yeah, I'd be dead. He like, could palm my My family head. would never have to work again. <laughs> How much is a life insurance policy? Because I think that's what I would have to take out. <laughs> Depends what state the game's in, I guess. Do I get residuals on the YouTube video from my family when they say man dies trying to tackle? Oh yeah, dude, you're getting, getting royalties on all the views. <laughs> or do oh maybe we can like parlay it into like a commercial and it's like you're not you when you're hungry and it's like me trying to tackle Derrick Henry in a Snickers commercial and then they're like have a Snickers and then I turn into Aaron Donald like then it you know I get I to feel die like on big camera. I get Snickers <laughs> money. I get paid in Snickers. It's a great combo. I feel like big time corporations might have a problem putting a murder in their uh, <laughs> in their commercials. No, they can just have really good camera cuts and just cut right, that right, part. Right. They'll just have me mid air flying into the like you know outer space or into the ground, but they don't see me actually hit the ground. That would be the trick because I die on contact with the ground. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that shit was fun though. Um, and then, speaking you know, of speaking of lock of the week, 
I want to publicly apologize to everybody for my San Fran Eagles over. It's tough. That was a tough one. It's tough when an over doesn't even get within 20 points. But that's why it's only week two. That's why it's only week two. I'm going back to the drawing board. I'm not apologizing for my Rams pick. I still believed in it. I'm okay with that. You win some, you lose some. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Let's talk about where we were all wrong. Um, We're not going to go into the Cincinnati game. That game was wacky. Don't count it. I want to talk about the disappointment that was the Cowboys-Chargers game. Um, Yeah. Like, ugh. I, I hate when that shit happens, dude. Like, all week you're hyped. You're gonna, you think, like, oh, if there's one game I'm going to watch and see, like, a lot of offense and, like, just a lot of fun things happen, it's, like, that game. And it just did not happen. Um, I feel like the Chargers, you know, dealt with their fair share of questionable calls. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to happen every week. There's going to be that one game that, yeah. you know, that shit happens, but Damn, bro. I think they got screwed out of, like, at least two touchdowns. Yeah. That's oh, you're telling me. Yeah. That's Did you watch that Thursday night game, Reggie? I don't want to hear bad calls. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, but at least with that game, it was funny. Come on. Oh, yeah? Man. Funny for who, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. I wasn't having any fun. I wasn't laughing. Oh, yeah, I slept so well. In the morning. Yo, listen. I'm... Ugh, that game was fucking garbage. Um, whatever, dude. I, I let's not harp on it just because you know on. we we do want to move on. A I game think that the a, takeaway on that Chargers one though is I think the Chargers defense is definitely a lot more real than we thought, and I think their O line is definitely more improved. Uh, I think they had two kind of tough situations. I really want to see what that offense can flourish into. I really just need to see them have that gangbuster game from Herbert yeah, where he's thrown for five touchdown passes. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. the Chargers offense is going to be a problem once they put it all together. But, you know, every other quarterback, like, you know, young quarterback, like, gets crucified for, like, you know, their mistakes and everything. Herbert made his fair share of mistakes. Um, two picks in the red two zone. Two picks in the red zone. You can't do that, dude. Cannot do that. Can't do that. Other than that, he was super efficient. Um, but, you know, I... I, I don't know many Chargers fans, but if I did, I'd be like, hey, is Herbert the real deal? Just like we do with all our other uh, QBs that fuck up in the red zone. Um, do you want to talk about that if he's the real deal? We could say that for later. All right. Yeah, hinting. A game that was fun. Chiefs and Ravens. This oh. shit was off the rip. I'm like, yo, it's going to be this type of game. Like the Honey Badger making a season debut has more fucking, like, catches than, like, Mark Andrews and Kels. It was a sad I heard this morning. He had, like, in the first, like, quarter of the game, he had more catches than Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey did because he had two interceptions. And I was like, yo, it's really that type of game. The Chiefs are about to blow the Ravens out. We all picked the Chiefs to cover. And, you know, from start to finish, the game had just a lot of drama. Um, John Harbaugh, Harbaugh asking fucking – um, Lamar, you want to go for it? And Lamar's like, I mean, in that situation, you think he's going to say no? Yeah. What, 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 is, what does Harbaugh do? What does Harbaugh do if Lamar looks over and goes, nah, nah, coach, dude, let's, nah. let's play it safe. Uh, no, fuck you, motherfucker. We're going for it. Dude, I think, I think as, as much as he trusts in Lamar in that situation, I also think the amount of respect of 
we need to do anything to not give Mahomes the ball back. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. is I, I think from an outsider's perspective, I'm sure John Harwell will never admit to this, but from an outsider's perspective, the respect of Mahomes probably outweighs the trust in Lamar in that offense. Yeah, no, mm. I, 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 I agree with that. I mean, it's so, and sometimes like, yo, listen, if they don't get it, Mahomes gets the ball back, and you know, we kind of know what's going to happen. I think it's the same situation we we're talking about week one with Brady. Like, if you give him the ball back with a minute and a half, you know what's going to happen. With he's going to find a way. He's going to find a way. He's going to find a way. Yeah, no, that that game was insane. I feel like those two teams, you're always going to have an electric game. Or an electric moment, at least. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um, I do think the last – I think the last game we need to talk about here is Arizona. Coming out with a win. Like, are the the Vikings going to be this team all year that plays everybody tough but just doesn't win? Yep. Like, is that Uh, just what's going to happen all year? Like, that's what's going to be. It's here Kirk come Cousins. the Vikings. Here come the Vikings. Like, they're going to give us a game, but we're going to win. Like, that's just annoying. Just lose by 30 and get it over with. No, they're, I, I just don't think Kirk is – he's a guy that can put up big numbers. That's why, like, in fantasy Whoa, whoa, circles, no, 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 whoa. no, no. You, you can't say Kurt's not that guy because for the first two weeks, he has been that guy. Week one, his defense didn't really show up. And this past week, the fucking kicker pushed it right wide right. Like, he's done his job. I, I understand that. What I'm trying to get at is he's going to put up numbers. He's going to get it close. But whatever it is, it's like it never equates to winning with him in the end. I'm talking specifically fourth quarter stuff. Like, I mean, what more do you want from him? Dude went to 20. He was efficient. He, he, had he definitely three tugs. What, he could have gotten the ball closer. Why was he so conservative? You had all this time oh, while you were in the clock I, I, I feel like this is – I mean, that's the that's a coaching game plan. I don't think he could put this – like, there's a lot of games you could put on Kirk Cousins. I don't think this is the game. I think he did everything in his power. I mean, how um, far was the field goal? It was a 38-yarder, right? Or yeah, something I like mean, that. gets an NFL <laughs> fucking kicker. How much closer do you want it? Oh, I thought it was like a 48. I thought oh, it was, no. no, it was like a 30. It was a chip yards, shot, dude. dude. That's – that's oh, like, um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that, that's the tough. Lions, that's tough. I'm currently I watching the Lions Green Bay game. Lions just fumbled on first down. Green Bay is going to run away with this one. God oh, damn no, it! I have him eleven minus eleven. Y'all saw the pick. Oh wow, that that's 11? a terrible. Is that Swift who fumbled? Who fumbled that? That was terrible. No, dude, it was the snap. The snapper. Fu- Wait, like the exchange from quarterback to center. Oh like, no, fucking golf JV hurt? shit. Ah, uh, he's out. He's so. fine. He's fine. Poor guy. Ooh, My in the rain. So slow. I'm just seeing Aaron Jones shake hands with people right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, hate, you hate to see that damn Packers defense turning up. You know, for the fantasy people, some points right there, right? Oh, Peyton's pissed. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's a bad exchange. That's uh, a tough scene. The Packers D will get better when Z Smith comes back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beast. I mean, he's a top top five corner corner what linebacker no excuse me yes 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 yes, yes, think, yes, yes, yes. oh i know who you're you're thinking of um alexander Zaire. yes zaire alexander yeah okay. um 
guys, let's let's uh let's transition into uh what is it we're doing tonight? Real or not, right? The real yep. or not, yeah. I got a couple teams I want to ask you guys about. So we're because go at the start of every season, I don't think we need to go through all these teams. No, nah, just let's like you know, like a couple. There's a couple of teams yeah. that are a little interesting. Um, you know, let's go through the zero and two teams that have zero wins. I'll list them out real quick. Lions are going to lose today. They're all, like they're not coming back. Other than that, we've got the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Falcons, the Jets, the Colts, and the Giants. I think pretty much any team that's 0-2 right now, save for maybe the Giants and the Colts, is dead in the water. Colts are dead in the water. I think the Colts are pretty dead in the water. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think. So the only reason I say that is just because I, I like to pull up the schedule. Um, I clicked on ESPN, and I think Carson Wentz is going to be out for the foresee a good amount of time, maybe. He sprained both ankles. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. They had walk. such a hard – like, Seahawks, <laughs> Rams, Titans is such an awful start Wait, to that's season. what the Colts have coming up, like, to finish? Is that their third game? They got the Their Titans third next. game is the Titans, yeah. Fuck, dude. They that's have tough. such a tough Yikes. opening stretch. That is but they tough. end soft. They get like Jaguars, Raiders, Cardinals. Bats, I mean, is it, is it going to matter at that point, though? I it just really if the Titans. I think the Titans have a open runway to steal the division. Dude, this, very and, fast. And this is what the coach and I were saying. Um, you know, in our first episode, like yo, like that. What was it? Nine and a half win total for the Titans. Yeah, like is juicy enough with, and unfortunately. Carson Wentz is a very fragile guy and it sucks to see his career be like, you know, derailed by injuries like this, but like that opens up this division a lot. Um, like, you know, the Titans, like, let's see who else is in this division. Like this is some, like, this is a division like where they should get, um, if Carson Wentz is out for a good amount of time, they should get six wins. Right there. Yeah, I mean, they, you get you play the the Jaguars and the Texans twice. Right, so, like that's four. There you go. That's four. And even if you split with the Colts, like you, that's five. Aut- you know, and nothing's a guaranteed in sports, but like that's five automatic wins, and then you just gotta yeah. find. You know, I mean, you're like, gonna, they play. They're gonna play the the Tua-less Dolphins and right. Weeks. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Tua might be back. It seems like his uh, rib injury is not major, but you know, still, that's I still would. I think the Titans are a better team, but you know that's how do you get out. carted off the field for a non-major injury? Jeez, guys, a little cupcake, a little softy soft. But cupcake. hey, listen, we don't we don't clown injuries here. But yeah, I think uh, you just don't hear of that. Like, oh, he was carted off the field. Oh, he's right. perfectly fine. Yeah, it's he's... just rare. It's just rare. Yeah. I'm not trying to insinuate yeah. another man's not tough. No. Like I probably would have died on the field like most <laughs> normal people. Right. Yeah, but I, I think the Colts are a team that's dead. As for the Giants, um, I personally would say they're in the same category as San, uh, not San Francisco, as Atlanta. Like, I think, you know, the battle of old two teams, God forbid we don't get a fucking tie because I will probably kill myself if that happens. But, um, do we need, like, need a fucking win? Right. I think, like, whoever... non negotiable. We're retiring right. Eli's jersey. He's going into the ring of fame at right. MetLife. Like, the fucking Falcons suck. Um, we need a win. 
Yeah, I, I just think whoever wins that game like that will probably turn their season around, and that might make them interesting rest of the season. I'm not saying like you know they'll make any noise, but it just makes them interesting rest I of agree. season. I um, agree. So that's I'm why staying on with the Giants, I think I think they're not dead because we've seen the NFC East isn't right the yeah, crown that, jewel that's of the why NFL. I didn't put them in at the dead category just because Agreed. it's not so much that I actually. They lost by one point. They easily could be one to one right now. So I mean, they, they should, should be one, but you know, we're not right. The NFL is going to make that call and say, "Hey, Giants, we screwed up that call. You guys should have won the game. Sorry, not sorry." Bullshit! Well, don't, don't get me going again. Yeah. At least it's not the replacement refs. Let's Might just well yeah. Be. Let's just go into the next set of teams. What okay. else you got for us? All right. So now here's the teams that are undefeated so far this season. Yep. So we've got Raiders, Niners, Bucks, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, and Panthers. I think the surprising one is the Chiefs aren't there. I thought, I mean, it's tough having the Ravens, but what are you gonna do? It's a team that you hang your hat like, all right, great job, you beat us. Like one of the few teams that can actually beat Kansas City. Wait, so what you're telling me right now is at at this very moment, the Patrick Mahomes like Kansas City Chiefs are third in their own division. Hate to yes. see it. Yep. That's what I'm saying. That is you see, insane. You see Mahomes' little brother dumping water on the Ravens fans? Yeah, that was weird. I that yeah. guy's a weird guy. But weird. Uh, yeah, let's the just, Mah- outside but, of Mahomes, the people around right. him are hey, his yeah, wife, yeah. his his brother, all yeah. the Dude, yeah, yeah, not saying they're bad let's, people. It's just like right, right. Uh, let's just I yeah. I don't, I, I don't want that to be this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Um, so I wanted to focus on a couple of teams here. I think Niners, Bucks, Rams. We've seen them before do well. We don't need to talk about them as whether they're legit or not. I think the teams that are worth discussing are the Raiders, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Cardinals. And the reason I bring up the Cardinals is just. They did not look very convincing against the Vikings. And I feel like that's a team that a lot of us expected them to handle much easier at home. I mean, the spread was only, you know, a four-point game. Um, and anything goes. Is that – did uh, – who, who just scored? Is that uh, – sorry, who scored in that game? Oh, my God. Aaron, Jones. A, Aaron Jones again? Yo, yeah, four I, touchdowns for Jones. Dude, that's I just, insane. I can't – Sidebar, going into a fantasy matchup against, you know, in one of the work leagues, right? I think I sent Charles a screenshot. It was, I was down, um, let me pull this shit up. I was down like 94 point like something to 98.2. All the guys, other players had played. And I only had Aaron Jones going tonight. I want to say it's safe to say. I have put up 137 points. And Holy Aaron, shit. And Aaron, Aaron Jones has put up 41.5. <laughs> wow. He's gonna, he might pass Mark Henry. I mean, not Mark Henry. Derrick Henry is uh, the high score in fantasy this week. Just That's the third quarter. Right there. Yo, it's only the third quarter. Yeah, that is insane. Uh, they better put A.J. Dillon in for garbage time. Keep the boys' legs fresh for next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You got Quadzilla in the back. You can use him a bit. Hey, Quadzilla's in New York. But, Easy. um, yeah, but going back to, you know, uh, I thought he was King Quad. Say Quad. Say Quad. 
Right, whatever. Going, okay. whatever. Going, going, going back about to other men's legs. Yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> original conversation. You know, looking at the Raiders and the Broncos, I think they're both going to remain competitive. And hey, this sucks for you to hear, Charles. But like, what if one of these, any team from that division, can take another wild card spot? Because they're I at think- this. Of the two, I have. A th- I think the Broncos. I'm saying they're fake. I'm saying the Broncos are fake. Why? Because okay, here's who the Broncos, the Broncos are, are more real than than uh, the Raiders. Because I'm gonna no. I so here's who the Broncos have beat. They've beat the Giants and the Jaguars. That's not exactly tough competition, right? Giants, I think, are better than how they looked week one. But the way they performed week one, no. Now they're going to get the Jets. They're going to start 3-0 and mostly. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to get the Ravens, the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Browns. They get almost the entire AFC, AFC. North in four yeah. weeks. Plus the in-division Raiders, who I think looked very good in their past two games. They also have the NFC East. So you've got Washington football team. You get Giants, which we discussed. And you get the Cowboys, who I think also great offense to face. Or not, you know, terrible offense for them to have to face. You know, this is not a walk-in-the-park schedule. And you get the Chiefs twice. Right, right. And so do the Raiders. The Raiders also have to play the Chiefs twice. I just think, like, if I look at the schedule, right, I'm going down. Jets, 3-0, and right? I say they split one of the Ravens and Steelers, right? 4-1 and start, Right. Right, and then they're going to split the Raiders and Browns, so they're five and two going to the NFC East competition. There isn't, yo, by Thanksgiving they could be like a seven-win team. The Broncos can, and then it gets you know a little bit dicey. But that's eight, nine. I see them at like eight or nine wins. Is that enough to make noise? That's. I mean, the only reason why I'm more bullish on the Raiders, I think. I've always been a fan of Derek Carr. That guy has had just a tough break in his career with the way he's been injured at key points in his career where, you know, now it's time to play in the playoffs and he's not there after having a career year or, you know, whatever it may be. But the defense looks much improved there. They finally starting to pressure the other quarterbacks. And they get the Dolphins this week for the Raiders. And they just beat the Ravens and the Steelers. That's half of the hardest part of their schedule in the terms of facing like the uh, AFC North. You just beat two of the hardest teams to open up. You know, now with the rest of the schedule, it looks a lot easier. You know, you already got some of the big boys out of the way. So that's like the quality of wins the Raiders have had are far superior to that of the Broncos. I just think the schedule is set up for the the Broncos to do a tad bit better. Like and it and it comes, you know, at like just so, like the way it's like actually like set up like, you know, theirs is like you get like two hard games or like, you know, two harder teams and then you get like two easy teams that you will handle business whereas the Raiders schedule it's like, oh, you play tough teams and like one easier team and it's like back and forth right like 
oh, like you'll win one week, lose one week, win one week, lose one week. And it's like, how do you remain consistent throughout that schedule? Because if there's anything we've seen from Derek Carr and the Raiders the last couple of years is like, yeah, you know, he gets the job done, but it's not always consistently. And I think what I'm getting at is I think I just trust Teddy Bridgewater more than I would Derek Carr because you know what you're going to get with Teddy Bridgewater uh, week in and week out. He's not going to blow you away, but he's also not going to risk putting you in a bad position or make mistakes. Like he's going to get the job done. And that defense is good enough where if you have a quarterback who gets the job done, they can sneak into the playoffs. I'm just going to be curious to see how Teddy fares against a real defense for once. This is true. Hey, he's Teddy. I, I want to say he's Teddy checkdown, but like, I watched a little bit of the game against uh against he's the Jags. Done, he's done a lot better, but bro, he was airing it out. I, I he like, is this? airing it out, but it's the Jaguars. Yeah, it's yeah the exactly. Jaguars. exactly. Some of those guys might have been like the only guy in the area code. On, and I Derek was, Carr yeah. just lit up the not lit up, but like a great Steelers defense. I know Watt was missing for part of the for a good chunk of the game. But that defense made Josh Allen look terrible the week prior. And Josh Allen was a runner-up for MVP last year. This is true. I just think the quality of the wins, we've seen Derek Carr go out and he beat the Ravens and the Steelers defense. And with the Ravens, he had to go toe-to-toe with Lamar Jackson in scoring terms. No, that that is an accomplishment. We haven't seen the Broncos accomplish anything yet. Right. I I I can yeah I can see. It's how. promising what they're doing. It's promising, yeah. but I need more. I need more. What do you think? Trust- what do you think matters more, the Broncos defense or the Raiders being able to score? Broncos defense. I would I think say the, the I think the Broncos been, defense. Yeah, Broncos. I think I think they're going to be able. I think they're going to be able to hang with whoever. Especially with um, uh, Chubb, Bradley Chubb. I'm, I'm not sure if he was back this week, but I know he didn't play week one, especially with, with him coming back. Yeah, Chubb I, and Miller is a deadly combo. It's, a t- yeah. it's one of the best. And, you know, like looking at you got, oh, God, the, in that same division, you have the Chargers with, uh, oh, my God, with uh, Bosa and what's – I forget whoever is on the other side of him. Bosa draws a double team, you know, regardless. So it's like that whole division is set up on good defensive defensive guys. Like, that's going to carry well once it gets later in the season, in my opinion. I agree. I have to wait and see. Yeah. No, that's a good that's a good one right there. Who else did you have on that list? Uh, hold on. Let me pull it back up. Yeah, the last – it was – Raiders, Niners, Bucks, Broncos, Rams, Cardinals, and Panthers. Okay. Panthers uh, is the last one we really got. I think Cardinals, you kind of touched on, but Panthers, I think they might be real. I think they're real. What are your thoughts, Reggie and Coach? I think, I think they're real. I think with McCaffrey, they're always in it because they're always one play away. I think the receivers and if, I mean, if Sam Darnold keeps playing like this, I mean, 
there's no reason why they can't be real. You just have to expect Sam Donald's going to come back down to earth a little bit to the Sam Donald we all know and love. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're real. Again, they, they're in – I mean, you, you hate to say there's any pushovers in any division, but, like, their division isn't isn't necessarily a killer. So I think I think they can be real. I, I need more than two games on them. I think I'm looking at their schedule right now. A big thing for them, both of Take their Buccaneer games come at the end of the season. Right, yo, and I, I also was looking at their schedule. Tell me they can't start eight and zero, because they could. They're yeah, not <laughs> bro, they got the Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, and Falcons before they play the Patriots. I'm not. I saying, think the Cowboys is a, would be is a tough one. The Cowboys is definitely the the hardest one, 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 bro. <laughs> right, they but start their defense eight. is legit, and I think one of the things that I talked about coming into the season with Darnold was that. Darnold was missed a check down at USC. Like there was always, you know, coming into this draft season, right before the NFL draft, we, they did a lot of talking about why did we miss on Josh Allen, the talent evaluators and miss on Darnold? Like, why did we fade Allen and think Darnold was going to be the number one overall pick? And they had completely opposite career trajectories. And one of the things was the completion percentage for Darnold was inflated due to the amount of times he checked down to running backs in his USC offense. Well, guess who he has now as his running back? Right. The king of checkdowns. Like, he's got the yeah. perfect running back receiver. And out of, like, So, you know, it's literally an offense built for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Bro, see, and, and at the end of the day, like, yo, Christian McCaffrey is a guy who could carry a team to the fucking playoffs. Oh, for sure. If he has the right guy throwing him the football or, you know, he has the right team around him. So I think, yo, that's fucking crazy. The Carolina Panthers, baby. I love it. Jeremy um, Chin. I, I think, you know, not to take too much more time, we know what we're getting with the Bucs and the Rams. The Rams didn't look, you know, quite in form. But when it mattered most, they got um, a key interception, although, you know, it was a guy coming off the bench, like, uh, super cold with uh, Jacob Eastman. Easton, I don't, I don't give a fuck what his name is. Um, sorry, dude. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, you know what you're gonna get with the Bucks. You know, uh, Gronk looks great. Brady, unfortunately, looks great. And I think uh, the 49ers somehow, some way, as long as their guys, I mean, I was gonna say as long as their guys stay healthy, but I think you know, as long as Garoppolo stays healthy, I think that team can. It, is a problem. They're going to be a problem. Do they even need Garoppolo anymore? With probably I don't know. I was going to say I can't. I can't wait to see Trey Lance. I right. Because right now I think Garoppolo doesn't throw the ball past twenty yards. I think they get better once Garoppolo goes. They can actually air it out a bit more. Got a guy that can throw it past fifteen. Yeah. And then I think the other interesting team that I we should cover really quickly, um, the Cardinals, dude. Like and I know they're two and zero, and like you said, like. It's a weird two and zero. Like they curb stomp the Titans week one, right, and then play a close game with the Vikings. And it's like it, it personally doesn't make sense to me because coming into the season, I was a little bit low on the Cardinals. Is like I don't know if you guys watch, and I know it's only preseason and even like the end of last season, but like that offense looked weird, and they have fucking DeAndre Hopkins, right? 
and Kyler Murray, who's literally a fucking video game character, but like, did it not look like preseason? Like they looked weird. They didn't look great um, when they were out there. Um, but to see them, like, yo, he's literally like, all right, bet, literally like, hold my beer and put up like what 30, 34 points and thirty eight points in the first couple of weeks. Like, my bad. I guess the preseason doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I <laughs> I think the X factor of that offense is Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Yeah, he's a problem. I, mean, I, I think I think it. he's a problem because everyone's you know you're worried about D Hop, right? You're worried about Kyler running around. Like Rondell Moore is a problem, right? He is a problem. I he saw an interesting problem. thing about Rondell Moore. Where why did he in particular go off this past week? And they say that the wide receivers in the Cardinals. Uh, lineup don't change where they line up they line up pretty much consistently like to the outside slide yeah and like really they line up in the same spots yeah so i think it ended up with rondale moore on i mean maybe i'm butchering this stat but it was rondale moore on pat pete the entire time pretty much hey i mean i i respect that like listen um you know as a flag football superstar Trying to um, see. Maybe it was that Pat Pete doesn't move, and that ended up getting Rondale Moore on Patrick Peterson, who was just burning them all a week or all right. game. So Right. And yo, like, you know, not to it does not correlate, but like, you know, literally like that's the same situation I had in like a game this past Sunday in the morning. Like, yo, the guy they they played his zone against us, right? With two safeties up top, but the safety help was like cheating to the right side. Um and we had one of our faster kids like lined up on the left side and the guy who's supposed to be covering that deep route was burnt toast the entire game. And we scored 35 like points on him. So, and I know Sheesh. Patrick Peterson is, yeah, we won 35, nothing. Um, I know Patrick Peterson is a professional, so it is vastly different, but that is a real thing. Like if it's there, all the time, like, why wouldn't Kyler go to Rondell Moore if he's open every single time? And it's not like he's he's scoring, like, you know, um, like, short routes. Like, first of all, he leads the team in receiving yards through the first two weeks. And this is a team with DeAndre Hopkins on them. Like, are, are we, you know, like, getting that? And Christian Kirk, who scores um, long TDs, but this dude is, like, he has 182 yards, on 13 catches, or I mean 11 catches in two games, 151 of them are after contact. So it's like he's wow. literally making the guy guarding guarding him miss, and he's gone. Like, that's crazy. So that that is something to watch there, that deep threat of of him and Murray. And then you have Christian Kirk, who goes deep. You have D-Hop. Um, I guess, you know, do with what you want. I think their weak spot is... Um, running back, I don't think Chase Edmonds is that guy, personally. No, neither um, is James Conner. Neither. <laughs> James Conner is just a guy. Right. Like he's fallen off since that one year. Where he's just like Le'Veon Bell. Who? It's my right. city. Right. Oh, that goes I back to how Pittsburgh. good that yeah. Steelers offensive line was. Oh, but Reggie, Reggie, real quick line. before I forget, um, where can we find some lines and totals on your flag football games? Oh, you know. <laughs> Any player props on on how many yards receiving for Reggie? 
The real question is, can Reggie bet on himself? Is this Absolutely. like a Floyd Mayweather fight? Where Absolutely. He's gonna bet on <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, gonna bet listen, on I'm not going to lie to you. The other team we played, I, the guy did message, one of the cornerbacks did message me. He was like, yeah, listen, if you want me to give up a TD, all it takes is 25 bucks and a bottle of honey Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so Wow. <laughs> Jesus. It, it, it can't happen. But, hey, bet the fucking – under on my receiving yards every week because I began gas out there, boys. We're not, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I'm not gonna cap. Reggie it, needs to hit a treadmill. Jeez, <laughs> Reggie runs a fucking post and he's timing out. Coach, coach, I need one, bro. I called timeout because I didn't want to run back into the huddle. I was like, nah, timeout. <laughs> oh, dude, you're the worst. That's horrible. It's the only horrible. one we used in the entire game too, so I felt bad, and we were up like. 21 nothing at that point. I was like, nah, I'm gassed, boys. We need to relax. Jesus, dude. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, it's uh it's fun. But um, do we wanna uh go into the last segment before we sign off? Uh the hot takes of this young NFL season, I guess not. All right, cool. Um no, I, can... I I think uh I'm going to let these hot takes sit on the stove one more week. We'll let them sit, let them one sit more on week. the stove. Week. Yeah. Let's so we'll it right. All right. I'm, I guess I'm going to have to write mine down because I had a couple. But Oh, I'll I've got mine percolating. Who, who yeah. knows? Maybe I'll get something new for next week. But yeah. I think we, we spent enough time arguing Raiders Broncos today. Agreed. So I guess <laughs> I don't know if you guys have anything else. I know I, I'm, I don't. So if one of you two want to – Wrap it up and take us out. Tell the listeners. I will be sitting on the couch in my Sebastian Janikowski jersey every single day, or not every single day, but every single Sunday for the rest of the year. Jesus because Christ. Because this team. All right. And there we on go. That note, <laughs> on that note, we're out. Hey, before we go, keep, keep an eye out for a special guest coming up. Ooh. Keep an eye out. I like that's all, that. That's all I'm going to say. Yo, and so- – Make sure you uh, tell a friend to listen, subscribe to the podcast. Um, and, yo, share your picks with us. That's Let it. us know. Let Hit us, us know. up on social. We're there. Absolutely. At working. BSGA pod. Perfect. On all on, you know, Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't Hell know yeah. if Reggie wants to start dancing on TikTok yet, but we might get there. All right. Let's uh, – hey, if, if we get enough <laughs> monthly listeners – that could that could be in the works, all right? <laughs> or twenty five dollars in a bottle of honey. Or yeah. twenty five dollars <laughs> in a bottle. Of- <laughs> Put that on a t shirt. That's our first merch. Twenty five dollars in a bottle of honey. Oh man! All right, but yeah, you, right. you guys know what to do. Subscribe, listen, uh, five star ratings on wherever you're listening at, fellas. Tell a friend. Absolutely. Peace. Later. <laughs>